all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew and we are coming at you from the Vivid Seats studio. Use promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. So this was a good bounce back win for the Saints. The Saints get the win 34-17 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. And again, I think this was the perfect game for the Saints. They played solid throughout the game. I, I think this was, a, like, throughout the board, a solid A-minus game. Everyone played, like, A-minus. And, obviously, you have obviously moved to... You can grow into an A or an A+. And then, obviously, it's just really good. You're playing solid. And that's a really big bounce-back win. You obviously knew, coming into this game, that if this team was for real, they had to go out and not only win this game, but win pretty handedly. And they did that. So you got to give them a lot of credit there. They were balanced, as um, I wanted them to be coming into the game. They did throw a lot in the beginning, and then they started running, so... Um, I predicted that, so I'm kind of happy that they were able to run the ball and stay balanced, but also they did take care of this secondary from the Buccaneers as it didn't start the best because you, you definitely didn't convert early, but then obviously with the turnover started happening, that really changed the game for the Saints, and obviously the Demario Davis interception I think was the big turning point because then the Saints really started to convert in the red zone, put up points, and I think that was kind of the big um, big turning point of this game. So that was obviously really good there. As usual, we'll start off with our notes, then go into our intriguing matchups and finish with our group-by-group group recap here. So with the notes, I mean, the Saints were 3-4 in the red zone, and I think that obviously was very good, especially really from that second quarter on, they were 3-3. Three, three for three. Or the, the first touchdown was on the last play of the first quarter, but basically they were 3-3 three for three, um, since that pick, and that was obviously really big. So that was obviously really good. You got Drew Brees going for 228 yards and three touchdowns, no picks. That's obviously really good. That's just like a step above Teddy Bridgewater and just like Teddy Bridgewater leveled up. And that's really all the Saints need at this point to really be a dominant team. And he's not doing too much. He's not trying to do too much. Sean Payton's not letting him do too much. He took no sacks in this game. Really good game by Drew Brees, 122.4 passer rating. That was really good. I thought the Saints did play a very solid game from the offensive front. Very efficient, very complimentary. So you got to give them a lot of credit there michael thomas really ho-hum game for him as drew Brees said after afterwards and um he had eight catches 114 yards and a touchdown really good game there and he's just putting together just one of these amazing seasons storybook seasons that you don't see a lot so you obviously just really enjoy it and like these are gonna be the um seasons you talk about 20 30 years down the line i think that's how good of a season he is having there the Saints only gave up eight rushing attempts on defense. That's obviously really big. But that to happen is just, I mean, you got to be dominant. And they were. So you got to give them just a ton of credit. You started out fast on offense. And then the really, the Tampa Bay couldn't really do anything but pass the ball. And you're kind of just stuck there. And then the Saints got pressure. And it was just a really good game overall from this whole Saints team, offense, defense. And the Saints were able to run the ball. I know they only had 3.9 yards of carry. But they did have an 8-yard loss in there, and it really just looked like they were able to control the running game through just watching the game. It looked like that the Saints really did a good job with complementary football, not only between offense and defense, but between running and passing. So I thought that was really good there. Just very balanced, and that's kind of how you want to play. They 37 minutes in time of possessions, obviously really good. That's just kind of what you want to see, and again, I just really liked 
how the Saints were able to win this game, and they just won it like the way they wanted to win it, and it was on the road. And as much as you want to say that Tampa Bay is not such a good team, they definitely have talent, and it's a division game. It was going to be a tough game coming in. Usually the Saints play co- close with the uh, Buccaneers, and they just didn't today. They completely blew them out. So you got to give them a ton of credit there, and just a really nice win for the Saints. On defense, Cam Jordan led the way with one and a half sacks, four QB hits by Cam Jordan, 12 QB hits overall by the Saints. They were able to get pressure on Winston all day, and that kind of calls the interceptions. So really good job by the Saints there. I thought our linebackers played extremely well, and they stepped up big time. Demario Davis, I feel like, leveled up for this one, and he even played even better, had the pick, had a few tackles for loss. He played really good in this one. A.J. Klein and Kiko Alonso also stepped up. Really good recognition there in screens, against the run, even against the pass. I thought they played an outstanding game. Overall, really good job by these linebackers. And then you got to give hats off to the secondary because only really one deep ball in this whole game, and I was really scared about that without Lattimore. And they did a really good job, only really one default, and that's fine. And when you're doing that, you're just you're you're doing okay. You had 50 passes in this one, so to only give up one really big play is kind of where you want to be. And four um, interceptions is always good. So they really played good without their best cornerback or one of the best cornerbacks in the league. So you really got to give them a ton of credit, and just shows how deep they are. Really standout games by um, PJ Williams, Marcus Williams played well, Von Bell played well, uh, Patrick Robinson played well, Gardner Johnson an up and down game, but overall. I think the Saints did a really good job in this one. Just overall, really good game. They got the defensive touchdown. And just overall, this is it's really, I think, what's going to be big and looking to the future, I think, is going to be where we're going to do this in the notes here. The Saints, you're obviously looking. you got these division games. You win the next two games, and you're wrapped up the division already. So then you can look forward to some non-conference games and some con- tough conference games that you're going to have to win. So I think you got to look at those. Obviously, the 49ers won. If they beat the 49ers, if they win the next three games, then you kind of set yourself up really nice for the one seed because then you don't play um, an NFC, a really hard NFC opponent, play the rest of the year. And then you play a few um, AFC uh, South teams, but those teams aren't really that good either. So the 49ers is that really last big test for the Saints. But I do think that next week's going to be a big test um, for, with the Panthers and the, pa- the Falcons game, excuse me, there on Thanksgiving will also be a really big game. So again, I, I just really like where the Saints are going here. And Right now, you're 8-2. and two. You're looking really good. You got the Panthers next week, and then you got the Falcons. Those next two games could wrap up the division for the Saints. If you're sitting at 10-2, um, and two, I think the 49ers at that point will be sitting at 10-2, and two, and that game is really probably for the one seed. If you win that game, the one seed is probably yours. It's at home. It's set up really nicely. So I think that the Saints are set up just perfect going into these last six games of the season, going into the playoffs, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're able to just get on a nice run, bang off a lot of wins in a row, and come in hot going into the playoffs. That would be the ultimate goal for this team. So now we are going to get into our intriguing matchups. Obviously, we had our three matchups, as we always do, and then we added a bonus one in there, and I I think this game was had a few matchups that were going to test the Saints from their struggles last week, and the Saints came through in a big way. So first, um, our O-line versus their front seven. Their front sevens, they're good. They have a really solid front seven, and they only got one sack, and that was on Taysom Hill. So this offensive line stepped up. Nick Easton started for the Saints, and he played well. And you got to give him a lot of credit. Give him no sacks. He was able, did good against the run, especially in the inside. He did just open up holes, got to the second level. He did a lot of really good things. Technique was there and just showed that maybe he's not a complete bust. Really good game. Get himself into a rhythm, and now he's going to be starting probably for the rest of the season. So if he can step up, play good, or at least, I mean, he's played to the level of Pete today. So if he could just keep on doing that, that's going to obviously be really big for the Saints because the Saints do play a lot of good teams with interior pressure. You have next week with the Panthers, Falcons, and 49ers all have pretty good, it's a very good 
defensive pressure, uh, inside defensive pressure. So that's going to be really big for Easton and those boys on the interior. But I think overall we did play really good. Shaq Barrett kind of held to nothing in this game. Jason Pierre-Paul held to nothing, and on the inside really held to nothing too. So again, I, I just really like how this Saints team is playing because right now, I mean, who is really going to stop them? And this, is when, especially when this offensive line's playing well, it's, it's going to be tough to stop them. They're obviously going to have to get pressure on opposing defensive lines, and today obviously wasn't that day. And you just want to keep that going because that's obviously going to be really big. The one sack was by Mike Ed, uh, Edwards on Taysom Hill, so it really wasn't much, and it was on like a delayed blitz. So that was obviously big there. And Adam Kinsu kind of held in check only one QB hit. So And Shaquille Barrett had a hit as well. But that's really it. And there's, their um, defensive stats were very a lot of zeros in there, especially with the sacks and tackles for loss. And that's kind of just what you want to see there from this intriguing matchup. Our next intriguing matchup is going to be our defensive line versus their offensive line. And again, I think our defensive line played amazing. And this was another. Last week they got outplayed. It just That's how it was. They got controlled. And it was the exact opposite. They were the aggressor today. So that's why you want to keep on going. And again, their offensive line is not the best, but you still got to step up. You still got to play. And they were able to do that. Cameron Jordan led this kind of attack here from the Saints defensive line. They, he played amazing as usual. Now he's got nine and a half sacks. He'll probably break double digits by the end of this week or next week. So that's going to obviously be really big for him going forward. And just another double digit sack uh, season for him is obviously really big as well and then half a sack for von bell so that was good and the saints only with two sacks but they had a ton of qb hits as i said before cam jordan had four you had uh, patrick robinson had one cj garner johnson had one von bell had one sheldon rankins had one try Hendrickson had two davenport had one and onyamata had one so there was just a sprinkling of everything in this one so to me they did play a really good game so that's huge when you're coming in here and able to just get hit after hit on the quarterback, especially when they had to throw a lot, it just looked every play, Winston was under pressure, and that's got to continue for the Saints. So I thought they did a really good job there, and they just completely controlled this offensive line. Against the run, they did a four-and-a-half-yard carry, but that's only on eight um, carries there, so really not that much, only 36 rush yards, and Jameis Winston had the biggest run in this one for 23. So you take out that 23-yard run, and they got 13 yards on seven carries, so that's obviously really good there and that was just on a break of a contain so not nothing much there for Tampa Bay running the ball overall they definitely won this matchup and then our third matchup is going to be our wide receivers versus Tampa Bay secondary and Michael Thomas stepped up we knew he was going to step up he does every week behind him you had Ted Ginn score a touchdown so that's kind of just what you want to see out of him if he's scoring touchdowns that's a good week but then no other catches that's just they're just not stepping up and they're going to have to eventually because Teams are going to have good safeties. They're going to have good linebackers to stop the Derek Cooks of the world, the Alvin Kamaras of the world, unless they're going to get split out to play against cornerbacks. And that's obviously a big match for Jared Cook and stuff. And Jared Cook had a big game. Kamara had 10 catches. So that's fine. And what they were doing, they were leaving Kamara one-on-one, and the Saints were kind of taking control in the first half. So I, but I just think that the Saints need another wide receiver. Just to split out wide, It's just it opens up the field so much. I would just want to see him sign Des Bryant. What's the worst thing? He gets hurt like last year? Fine. And then he becomes a rallying cry. That was fine. <laughs> Won them a game. Guy gave him a lot of emotion going into that Bengals game that they crushed. Then you're looking at um, him if he's good. Then he's your number two receiver. Perfect. So I, I just don't understand why not uh, pick him up. And we'll see. Kirkwood's going to be coming back this week. So we'll see if he's ready to go and he's just that receiver he was last year. Then you're probably fine. But if he's not... I think you got to at least look at signing Des Bryant. I think that's going to be a big 
um, point of interest for the Saints in this one. So I, again, I think we should definitely look at that. And I think their secondary didn't play well. I think Michael Thomas did a really good job. Jared Cook scored the touchdown. So overall, I think the receivers, the um, not just receivers, but just everyone, all the targets did well. But you definitely want to see more from these just with this wide receivers. When you only have one other wide receiver catch besides Michael Thomas, when you're going to play the 49ers, when you're playing those types of teams, you just want more wide receivers that you can trust. And that's going to be really big going into that game, especially if you see Josh Hill with a concussion went down in this game. If he's out long-term, a few weeks, then you're going to see Jared Cook really can't go out wide and split out wide. You're going to need him um, just kind of on that line there. So and play traditional tight end, which he obviously can do, but then you have you know you don't have a receiver split out. So again, I, I just would like to see the Saints definitely pick up someone. And I, I think, look, the wide receivers didn't play bad in this one, but they didn't really just do over anything great in this one. So that's just kind of what it was there. And then finally, Tampa Bay receivers versus the Saints banged up secondary with Lattimore out. And I think you got to give credit to the Saints secondary. They played really good. Um, PJ Williams had the pick, played really good. Marcus Williams had the pick six. I think he did a really good job in this one. Von Bell stepped up. He played good. And then you got to give it to um, Patrick Robinson coming off the injury. He did a really good job as well. Eli Apple, again, stopping this team. I think they just played a really good game. They just overall, you got to give them a ton of credit because these guys stepped up and showed their depth. Eli Apple showed that he can be a number one cornerback option for a little bit. That's huge. And then that's obviously the same with um, you. Robinson could be a slot corner still and an outside corner. He was uh, switching between both. P.J. Williams was doing the same as well. So it's just really good job from these guys that they can really step up you know, when need be. And then Johnson did play an okay game. I mean, some ups, some downs. And that's kind of just what the game he was playing in this one. So nothing really bad from him, but nothing really great from him either. So... That's just kind of what it was there. I mean, he gave up a big catch, but only one big catch that you're not going to get hurt that much by that. So I think overall, the Saints secondary did do a really good job. So to me, you got to give them a ton of credit. And, um, you know, coming in here, probably Lattimore, you now you don't have to rush him back. And that's kind of just what you want to see. If you don't have to rush him back, that's just a huge plus in the Saints' view in their eyes. So that's big that they can hold their own. They probably will be fine next week because really you only have DJ Moore. From the receiver point, then you also have Curtis Samuel, but this is a much better receiving corpse than what the Panthers can put up. That's going to be more containing McCaffrey, but we'll get into that next week. But overall, did a really good job. We won a lot of these matchups, and that's kind of why we won the game. Controlling the line of scrimmage, was, and that was our kind of the matchups this week, and they were able to do that in a big way on the road. So that's going to get you wins for sure. So before we get into our intriguing matchups, we are going to hear a word from our sponsors at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice all in the Vivid Seats mobile app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. This is called Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Vivid Seats app today. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards program for free. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts, end games, to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter the promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive a discount up to $100. It really is a great program a really great app so definitely check vivid seats out they really know what they're doing and i always go there when i'm looking for saints tickets or obviously other tickets in the new york area it's just really a good place to 
go. So welcome back into the Houdat discussion. And now we are going to go over our group by group recap. We're going to give our grades to each group in this one, starting with quarterbacks, ending with our special teams and coaching. So starting out with our quarterbacks and Drew Brees, I'm going to give him an A. I thought he played a very good game. I'm going to give him an A minus. Between, I'm really between those two. We really give it either way. I think the no picks really give him an A, three touchdowns. Only had 228 yards, but the Saints were up by a lot, so you didn't really need to pass the ball a ton. So I think they did a good job with um, establishing the pass, especially early in the game. And I said they were going to do that. I don't know if I would really agree with it, but they did it anyways, and they did it with success. So you got to give them credit where credit is due. But I think overall, he just showed why he's one of the best QBs in the league. Three touchdowns is obviously huge. No picks. That's just nice to see him not throw a pick in this one. And again, I, I just really thought he played a really good, stable, complimentary football game. And that's what you want to see out of Drew Brees, especially at his age right now. Yeah, he's not throwing that ball really deep, only 6.5 average per pass. But he's also not throwing picks, and he's also not making any mistakes. So really, you're fine there. 20 to uh, 35, it's going to be good. You're going to be definitely above that 70% um, completion percentage. I believe that's close to 80. So I think he played a good game, and you just want to see more of that. And if he can keep on doing that, keep on playing a good game, keep on just doing what he's got to do, not make mistakes, and elevate when the Saints need him to, that's all he's got to do. And I think he played a good game. I guess maybe closer in A- minus because, look, he didn't have over 300 yards passing. He just, you know... Oh, did, but didn't have any picks, didn't get sacked. I think he just played a good game in this one. He did have a 122.4 passer rating, as I said before. I think he played good, and that's what you want to see. Can he get better? Yes, but again, I just thought he played a good game. I think he missed one throw to Michael Thomas in the end zone, which was kind of on Mike because he dropped it, but it was a tough catch. He could have been a little higher, but again, that's kind of nitpicking. So I, I thought he played a really good game in this one. Skill position players, I'm going to give them an A-. minus. Michael Thomas, the best skill position player from today, and he played... Obviously a really great game. Eight catches, 114 yards, and a touchdown on 11 targets. He was the guy that the Saints were. He was that go-to guy as he usually is, and the Saints were able to find him on big plays in the red zone, big plays for first downs on third down. He played a really good game in this one. Alvin Kamara, 23 touches, doing what he's got to do, and he did a really good job. 75 yards rushing, 47 yards um, receiving the ball. He had 10 catches, which is always good to see on 10 targets, so no drops, um, no incompletions with Drew Brees. He was definitely a good safety valve. Uh, for Drew there, 5.8 yards a carry. That's kind of what you want to see. He broke off a few. I, I think he just did a really good job. Him and Murray, they were just good change of pace backs in this one. And I think overall, they did a really good job. They overall together, they put up 23 carries for 102 yards. So I think that was just a really good job by them. And I got to give them a ton of credit because I think together they did play a really good game. Again, Derek Cook with a big touchdown. Didn't have the catches, only two catches, but he had 33 yards and a touchdown, which is definitely kind of what you want to see out of that tight end spot. And I think he just keeps on doing that. He can definitely be productive and could become into a two um, target for the Saints. But again, if he has to move into the line now and look, two catches, 33 yards is not even a good two spot. I mean, that's fine because he's catching touchdowns. Good for a tight end, but not as your number two receiver. So I do want to see more from him. Ted Ginn with two catches, 14 yards and a touchdown. He scored the touchdown, so that's a fine game from Ted Ginn, but he's just not a number two receiver anymore. He's more of a three, a four type guy, and they're just missing that two receiver. And Look, that's why I'm going to give them an A- because I just feel like they're missing something, and that's just kind of what I thought there. O-line, I'm going to give them an A. They completely controlled this game. They stopped a really good front seven from the Buccaneers, and again, I, I just thought they played really good. And overall, when you are when you had a starting offensive lineman out, that's always definitely creates a challenge, and they were up to the challenge, played really good overall, everybody, from Armstead to Easton to McCoy to Walford and Ramshack, They all played really good, so you've got to give them a ton of credit. Everything was there. The intensity was there. The technique was there. No big penalties. 
I think they played a really solid game. And for that, you got to just give them a ton of credit to bounce back and do a really good job there. Moving over to the defense. Again, I'm going to give this defensive line an A. I thought they played an amazing game controlling the line of scrimmage again. The Saints were able to control both sides of the line of scrimmage in this one. That really came to their win. Cameron Jordan was able to rush the passer with basically ease in this one. He played a really good game. And then also, you got to give credit to the interior. They were able to stop the run, do a really good job with Malcolm Brown. Onyemata, Rankins played good. And then uh, Hendrickson and Davenport, who kind of now split in uh, snaps here. They both played very good in this one, too, getting the QB hits. They just couldn't get to the quarterback right there. But I think they played fine. And um, I'm kind of just waiting for Davenport to just get there because he's like a split second late on all his um, plays, or he's just like right there and he misses the sack and misses the conversion. But I think overall, he did play a good game. So I think you've got to give him credit where credit's due. I think he was able to definitely make his presence. And same with Andrews. And they made their presence. Winston knew they were there. Let's put it that way. And I think even though they didn't get a sack, they still had a good game. The linebackers, though, I think they played the best group on the defense. And they surprised me. They played with a different type of intensity than they even normally do before the loss to the Falcons. Tamari Davis always plays great. That's, I mean, he, he played on a different level, even as I said before, with the pick. He made a couple of tackles for losses. He was right there. Um, he had four pass defenses. He was right there, and um, he did a lot of great stuff, and you got to give him a ton of credit. But you know what also was right there? You had AJ Klein, who was right there. You had Kiko Alonso, who was just right there. He had the Saints, led the Saints in tackles with six. Um, he had a tackle for a loss. He had a pass defense. He was all over the field, and he played a really good game as well. I think his best game was the Saints at this point, and he kind of just took this linebacking group and just sewn it together. And it was obviously a big trade. It happened to be a really big trade for the Saints as it's not been a huge dip from Alex Anzalone. There are times where like, oh, I wish we had Anzalone. But for the most part, he's done a really good job. So you got to give him a ton of credit there. You got to give AJ Klein, who I think has played better. I think this is like his best year with the Saints so far. I think he's played a really good year to this point, And I hope he keeps it up there. But overall, they, I think they played their best game of the year as a group. And I'm going to give them an A there. They're playmakers today. They are making plays all over the field. And then our secondary, I'm going to give them an A-. minus. They did give up over 300 yards, but that was on 50 attempts. So I don't think they were able to pass all over them. They only gave up really one big play, and they were able to pick off Winston four times. So you got to give them a ton of credit. And I know one of them was by a linebacker, but they played really good. You had a pick six in this one, and they were able to convert big plays, potentials, to actually big plays and turnovers. So that's kind of what you want to see out of them. I thought Eli Apple stepped up in the number one spot in this one, and he took Marshawn Lattimore's spot and did a very good job. And uh, he was able to stop Evans. He was able to stop Godwin when he played them. I thought he played just an outstanding game, and he's really hitting his stride as a Saint. And just overall, this team played, a, this group played a good um, just team game, just a good game altogether. I feel like they meshed really well. Again, I thought the communication was there. I, I, again, I just I really think that this team is really, especially with the secondary, is hitting its stride right at the right point. And, um, this team, I don't think, has hit its full stride yet, but I think this defense is just playing really good, and I really hope they can keep it up and keep playing really good. And usually defense is once you get your stride, you're not going to lose it the season. So, again, I thought this team came up, did a really good job. And, um, again, the secondary, you had guys like Patrick Robinson step up, who hasn't played a lot um, in the secondary this season. He stepped up. P.J. Williams, Gardner Johnson, everybody. They all played great. And then you also had your safeties, I think, played a really good game with Bell playing a really good game. Had a half a sack, had an interception, had a QB hit. And then also you have Marcus Williams with the pick six. And just he was able to play a really good game as well. So overall, I think this secondary just had a very solid game. And I think this team overall had a really solid game. Going into next week, that's kind of just what you want to see. You, you got right, and now we're going to just keep getting better. And I hope that next week they do. They're at home against the Panthers. Definitely going to be a good game. I think the Saints, again, 
probably will have an edge, but we'll look into that, see how the Panthers have been playing. They had they got upset by the Falcons for the second straight win for the Falcons. That's a really good job by them. But overall, the Saints will be playing the Panthers, who obviously have Chris McCaffrey. They're obviously coming in without Cam Newton. So we'll see what they can do there, and um, hopefully they can keep this this good time rolling and keep this and take the win and the momentum they won from this week and keep that going because this is a big week. If they're able to win this game, and then it doesn't matter what happens in any of the other games, they're in the two seed, which is huge. I don't think the Saints need the one seed. I think they need to buy, and I, I think that would be really big. So definitely you have to win the next two because their division games lock up the division and then win a big game against the 49ers because if they win that game, I think they're set for a either one or two, because I think that's just really big. And then you have the head-to-head against the 49ers, and that would bode really well for the Saints. So with all that said, I think it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you haven't followed us on our various social media platforms, you can follow us on Twitter, at the this on Instagram, at Discussion, And then also, you can hear us wherever you listen to your podcasts. So that means iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and various other ones, CastBox is another one. Really, anywhere you listen to your podcast, we are on. So, again, i really liking this Saints win. I'm really liking how this Saints team playing. Really, just what they needed. A bounce-back win, blow-out a team, control the game basically throughout the whole game, have a wire-to-wire victory. That's just kind of what this team needed, and a good road win against the Buccaneers. So, with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?